So welcome to this episode and uh, welcome back in particular uh, if you got all the way through to the end of the first episode and uh, have still come back for more. In these sessions, what I'm doing is uh, drawing from my experience of uh, many decades uh, of consulting uh, in a series of consulting conversations, so conversations to be more effective uh, in a consulting situation, not only as a professional consultant, because uh, uh, many walks of life, we, uh, we want to present ourselves and work with uh, internal customers or clients as expert advisors. In this session, uh, expert listening is all about the techniques and skills that are particularly important when you initiate uh, the client consulting partnership. Uh, But to be honest, they're foundational uh, consulting skills in, in all the other conversations as well. As you might recall, in the first episode, we laid out the the context of the consulting life cycle model, the seven C's. The first C is client, and and that's the first circle that uh, we're in now. We will focus at this stage of the life cycle on the outcomes of building uh, a strong partnership, client relationship, uh, understanding uh, the client context, inspiring confidence in ourselves as experts who can add value, um, creating some personal connection, a positive uh, first impression that hopefully uh, will open a dialogue that will continue um, through all of the other consulting conversations. The foundational skill to create these outcomes that I would like you to think about is what I'm calling here expert listening. Let me unpack that a little bit. I I think there's a curse uh, of expertise that you might want to uh, worry about. Uh, You might not think your expertise is a curse, but if you you know too much, you then have a tendency to want to showcase that knowledge to establish your credibility and your your expertise. You'll be also uh, very excited to share it and very passionate uh, about your subject. And all of that leads to uh, some adverse uh, consequences. Um, Talking too much um, might just put your your client under. You you never want to catch yourself monologuing your client to death. Further, um, you can find yourself offering solutions um, before um, you've really even heard the problem or, or understood the problem. So, Solutions in the vacuum, perhaps just because they've uh, worked elsewhere or they're the solutions that uh, that you're most excited about. And and then thirdly, and, and people have said to me this can be a problem, where you see in your mind uh, how you can help the client, um, but the client can't see it uh, in their mind. So you may think that with showcasing, you know, you're creating credibility and establishing yourself as, a, as an expert advisor. Um, as a consultant, the opposite uh, is true. What you're seeking to do is is to is to build trust, and we know that trust is undermined by high self orientation, and that high self orientation is, frankly, talking too much. So what we need to do is to develop lower self orientation, and we do that by focusing on the client and by rationing our talking. So as a target. You should be expert listening for 80% of the time in an an initial meeting. Um, 
first seek to understand before seeking to be understood in the words of Stephen Covey from Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Let's dive in then into uh, what uh, uh, is meant here by expert listening. I'm going to start with the analogy of the doctor and the waiter. I actually used that in the last episode, but it's interesting to reflect on it. Both the waiter and and the doctor are are listening, but um, differently. So a waiter is listening to take an order. A doctor is listening to uh, diagnose a problem. So how's that different? Um, It gives us a clue. It it tells us what expert listening is not. It's not um, eliciting requirements. It's not accurately um, taking the order. Uh, writing down and capturing uh, the need uh, and the features uh, that are needed. Expert listening is then active questioning at a different level, um, exploring the client context, really understanding the problem, um, understanding um, the goal uh, and building empathy. Expert listening, I'm key part of this then is to start with mindset. Mindset. Here, let's differentiate uh, between listening with and, uh, and listening for. So in more normal listening, in everyday listening, we will often be listening with, with filters that are, are continuously evaluating um, the concept. So, you know, like, dislike, agree, disagree, uh, attack or defend, uh, win, win or lose. For active listening and expert listening, the key is to turn turn those filters off and not listen with evaluation, but listen for uh, listening for commitment, listening for relationship, listening for possibility, uh, listening for empathy. Uh, expert listening is making a a genuine investment to understand and to learn more about the client, their context, their commitments, their goals, challenges, and then coming to their needs. Having established the mindset and the orientation, let's just talk a little bit about how the the technique works as a cycle. So there's a cycle here which um, starts with good questioning, an open question, that uh, invites uh, the client to to speak and to describe their situation. When the client is speaking, the expert then listens attentively, uh, demonstrating through body language, through taking notes, through acknowledgement, nonverbal acknowledgement, demonstrating that they are receiving the information, so signaling listening. At some point, uh, as the information is being taken on board, you move from you know, signaling your listening to demonstrating uh, what you've heard. So demonstrating what you've heard through playing it back in a summary uh, and in a recap. And that is the point uh, as an expert where it is permissible, in fact, probably a good idea to, to plus that playback with a little bit uh, of further information or insight drawn from your experience and drawn um, from your expertise. So you might find yourself saying to a client, aha, you know, that um, 
what you described is uh, is very interesting. In fact, this is a situation I've seen before uh, where we've worked with this elsewhere. There's quite there was quite a lot of cultural challenge um, that we that we had to navigate. Um, what's your view on uh, on the cultural challenges here? So playing back, having shared some of your expertise. Um, playing that into the next question, which will deepen uh, your understanding of the client context. Uh, that is expert listening. Sometimes people will say to me, well, that's you know, easy for you to say, Chris, that's all well and good, but, but you know, how do you make that happen? You, you don't understand my client. My client wants to hear my solution. Uh, the reason for the meeting is because they, they want to hear me and you know, hear about what, what we can do, um, which is a, you know, a, a fair challenge. Uh, what I'd like to do to respond to that challenge then is to say a little bit about how you can constructure structure and control a meeting um, so that the expert listening flows. So um, any conversation, um, the structure of any conversation, it has an opening, a middle, and a close. Uh, sometimes we use the metaphor of, a, uh, of an airplane journey, you know, the two critical parts, takeoff and land and landing. So if we get the takeoff right and we get the landing right, we are starting to, to influence how that conversation flows. So how do we open? Um, three step, simple three steps. Um, we frame uh, the meeting uh, by very briefly saying, who are we, what have we been doing, uh, and why are we there? So create that context, uh, get the purpose on the table very early. Step one. Next step, um, lay out an agenda. Um, just make sure that... Uh, uh, there is an agenda that is agreed. Uh, and this is a trick now in how you control the flow of the conversation. Because if you embed in the agenda that the very next topic after the introductions is to understand the client context, then that's what will bring you into, um, that's what will bring you into expert listening as a possibility. Uh, so you frame the meeting, uh, you've agreed an agenda. Don't just dive um, straight in um, to the task uh, or to the work, spend a little bit of time whilst you're still opening in, in opening the communication channel uh, and building rapport. Uh, incidentally, rapport is the subject of the next episode. So um, we'll be staying in, in, in this circle for a little bit longer. So take off. Landing. Landing is confirm and continue by which I mean confirm uh, what you've heard, the key points, the key insights, uh, continue, just be very clear uh, on the next steps. Uh, and if one of those next steps is to have a further meeting, that's, uh, that's very good. Remember one of the outcomes you were trying to establish was to open a dialogue of consulting conversations that will continue. I've done open and close, mid-flight, as I said, the, the trick is to structure the mid-flight uh, in the agenda. Uh, when you're agreeing the agenda, structure the mid-flight so that you are listening before you are explaining. So client context on the agenda is before consulting services. 
Sadly, perhaps this brings us to the close uh, of this session and the landing. So uh, a short summary. Uh, we've talked about why expert listening is a foundational uh, consulting skill. And we've passed on, I hope, um, some tips on how to do that uh, and how to structure um, an early uh, client conversation. Our next step in our next episode is we'll be talking more about uh, rapport, uh, relationship, uh, and how to achieve that. So I, I sincerely hope uh, you come back to that next episode. Um, thank you very much. Um, this is Chris. Goodbye.